When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by The Free House. As long as snow is on the ground, they'll have snow globes on the patio. Book this unique winter dining experience by the hour by calling The Free House. Full menu is available along with some unique winter cocktails and food items. Hey, Don. Yes, Jason. When I say unique dining experience, what comes to mind? Uh, that time you told me about the place you ate in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did eat in the dark. Okay, yes. what if I say to you, patio dome, 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 dome? Ooh, I think you're talking about those awesome igloos outside the freehouse, right? I am. That's right. Listen to this, everybody. As long as snow is on the ground, the folks of the freehouse are going to have Basically, snow globes on the patio. You can book these, Dawn, for a unique dining dining experience by the hour. That is very cool. So you can rent one for your friends. This is perfect for a little holiday get-together. Maybe you're too busy before Christmas, and now is the perfect time. Or maybe you just want to put your whole family in that snow globe. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great idea. You can sit in the other one, rent two, wave to them from your dome. Bye! That's right. (laughs) The full menu is available along with some unique winter cocktails and unique winter food items. For more information, call the free house. I need information. I thought you might be able to help. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture at the top of every hour on My Talk 107.1. Now tell us everything, everything, everything. Ozzy Osbourne revealed on Tuesday that he has Parkinson's disease. Uh, he opened up about this on Good Morning America yesterday. Uh, Sharon was there with him, of course, and said her husband has Parkinson's 2, which that might mean stage 2 Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. It's an early form of Parkinson's. Um, you know, but he's sort of been hiding out for the last year and canceled part of his tour. So yeah, people were wondering and they were concerned about his health. And she was like, "Everything's fine." And now, um, you know, they're sharing this part of the story with us. So I'm sure, you know, um, it's not like we want to know this information, but a lot of people can now send their thoughts and. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Now, what's crazy to me is that, you know, I when I was involved in event marketing, the company I worked for ran the Ozfest tour. Yeah. So being a part of that seeing, you know, my boyfriend worked on the tour, I worked on the tour a little bit. He was reading cue cards of his own songs, Black Sabbath songs. That was back in 2002 that I was around that family and, you know, had a chance to meet them and stuff. Oh, awesome. And we're like, wow, he's 
doesn't know his songs? And that was way back when. And I thought, well, he's going to hang it up soon. And it's 2020 and he's yeah, still touring. Still going. Yeah. I think this guy needs to retire. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you're, you know, I saw Frank Sinatra his final few years, and he was he was reading prompters too. Yeah, it's yeah. like, we, gosh, you know, um, and I don't know what prompts that. I mean, like, I feel like I would need to read stuff because I would forget things in the songs moment. that you've sung from well, the seventies. I just feel like I'm so distractible that, like, you know, I would see somebody in the audience and be like, "Wait, where was I?" Yeah, um, I don't you're know. going off a rail on a crazy train, Ozzy. Yeah, there you go. That's what just you're sing it over and over. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, you would forget. And we're like, good God, how many times I know the words. I mean, oh, well. Uh, KFC is apologizing for a new ad uh, that people are calling sexist. This was aired in Australia, but a lot of people are looking it up online. It's been viewed more than 50,000 times on YouTube as of yesterday. The ad has a woman checking out her reflection in a car window, only for the window to roll down and reveal two young boys looking at her cleavage. Wait, along, that's a problem? Along with her disapproving mother. She's like eating some, some chicken. She's checking her hair and she's bending over and her boobs are, oh. her cleavage is prominent. And these two kids, like, they roll down the window and they're just like, ugh. I mean, I it's mean, kind of a cute ad. That, though, right? It's kind of a cute ad, but they're really, I mean, they pulled it off the air in Australia. Okay. We're so right. mad. If you like Hall & Oates, uh, they're going to continue touring the country this year. Uh, speaking of old guys, actually they, saw they them a couple of years ago. They, I am surprised at the resurgence. There must be some like millennials who are like digging the hall and out. I went to their concert two years ago at Excel Energy Center. Yeah, um, I feel like they've been here several times. They were fantastic. Were they? Yeah, there were so many people there. There were young guys with their dads that had like hall and out shirts on. Like it was being ironic or something. Like maybe but- I love hall and Oates. But they actually, I mean, you gotta love Hall and Oates. Yeah. I do. I mean, I do I, the first time oh, around. No. Kenny's Kenny, making maybe a bad face there. <laughs> All right, that's the latest, sir. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. That is brand new information. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk 1071. What are Harry and Megan up to? We've got to know. We haven't talked about it all day how can how can that be right good morning and welcome to jason and alexis in the morning it is wednesday january 22nd 2020 just after six or uh, just after eight o'clock six o'clock i've just moved the <laughs> clock back two hours please don't i'm bradley trainer in for jason he'll be back with us next week we wish him all the best and send our thoughts mm. and prayers to him and his family during this difficult time and Dawn, um, the royal stuff has just been, you know, headlines for, gosh, what has it been now? Almost two weeks, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Solid two weeks. And most recently, we learned this week that uh, Harry and Meghan are done, officially, as members of the royal family. And they are both in Canada now. He went back yesterday. And um, she was out and about, and people were getting all bent out of shape about people taking photos. I'm like... You got what do you what what do you think's gonna happen? Of course, like, they're gonna take this is photos. their this is their they're in the public eye. They didn't go away. They didn't leave the royal family to be private citizens, right? They left the royal family to be even bigger celebrities than they are now. Yeah. So if you're a little put off by the fact that people have cameras and want to know what they're up to, get used to it. Yeah, this is gonna be our lives. 
And I have, can I, I have a conspiracy theory that a listener shared with yes. me and I want to give it to you. But first, can we talk about the update? So mm-hmm. there's a couple of articles that I read um, that are relevant to what's really going on now. Apparently, um, somebody is talking to the Daily Mail, which is interesting because the Daily Mail is kind of trash. Sure. And they don't seem to put out a lot of positive coverage. They didn't get sued first because they're suing the sun. No, it's the Daily Mail. Oh, they're suing the mail. Yeah, the mail is part of this lawsuit. Oh, I thought that it was just the sun. Okay. I don't think so. I honestly think the the Daily Mail is being sued because of the letter. Okay. Of Megan's letter. Right to that her they posted. Dad. Yeah. Um uh but back to the story that I found in the mail. This is why I wanted to talk about it because uh this particular post references a um a person from I thought it was a friend, but it says here her aides revealed today. She may, oh no, this is a totally different story. Sorry, I just have my wires crossed. A friend exclusively told the Daily Mail, that is a friend of Meghan Markle, says um, that she's been telling her close friends that quitting the royal family is the best thing that could have ever happened to Prince Harry, and it was, quote, love for him that made this possible. The friend says she said that, like her, his spirit was being crushed, and she simply couldn't stand to see him suffer anymore. Mm. So I found this interesting that the mail was posting this and that a friend would be speaking to the Daily Mail. But one wonders if perhaps now that they are, you know, sort of launching out on their own, Mm -hmm. they are going to use all the tools in their toolkit to get the word out about the story they want you to hear. Right. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is what they wanted. They wanted to control what the press, because, right, uh, the current or the former situation where there was the Rhoda. With the basically all of the papers in the UK, they had an agreement with the royal family and the palace that we will feed you information. Just, you know, this is what we're going to give you. And they had sort of a, a codependent relationship. Yeah. So they basically they out from under. They had this news loop that they'd created where the royal family would give them exclusive access. And then these news outlets would agree to post that stuff. Harry and Meghan don't want to be a part of the Royal Rota system because they want to control their own stories. Again, yes, I understand that the press was unfair. Yes, I understand that the press was, um, you know, uh, there was a certain level of racism and uh, legitimate criticisms about the media and the way that they treated Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, to be sure. Mm -hmm. Beyond that, though, this decision that they made is not just solely because of the negative press coverage. There are ways you could have dealt with the negative press coverage without having to leave the Royal family, leaving the Royal family. I think it's much more clear was all about them becoming financially independent. And the best way to do that is to then utilize um, the media to get your own stories out. Like celebrities do that every day of the week, whether yeah. it's George Clooney, we just talked about Justin Timberlake and Jessica Beale. They need the news media and they want to use the news media. It's just they want to be in control of the stories that the news media is sharing. Which, you know, uh, if you have some juicy tidbit, are you going to, and you're a reporter, for instance, are you going to honor that and go, oh, wait, we're friends with them because they give us information? Or are you going to go ahead and run with it? Yeah. That's the thing. That's what I just don't know. It's just the seedy underbelly of how this all works is just uh, an interesting thing there. Well, remember how yet uh, earlier in the show when I was talking about Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel, I was like, they probably just called up the paparazzi and mm-hmm. said, come photograph us looking like a happy family. 
Yeah. Well, I got a message yesterday on, or the day before on Twitter, and somebody said, um, the Cobra gang needs to discuss this. And I'm hoping that Holly and Colleen, because I'm not with them this week, will talk about this as well. But this woman, I'm assuming it's a woman, it could be a man, this person who sent me a message said, notice that all of the pictures of Megan in Canada, her picking up her friend at the airport on her walk today with Archie and the dogs, are all taken by Splash News. Splash News is a huge paparazzi company. So Megan is calling the paparazzi up to take these pictures. Meaning, remember I alluded Mm -hmm. to the fact that celebrities will do this, they'll call up the paparazzi and say we're just going to be out and about walking so you think that nine times out of ten they've called them and said we're going to be here yeah i mean it certainly happens right yeah so this person says she thinks that megan is the one that's calling the paparazzi to get these photos out because it it stands to reason right like they want to be financially independent they want to be celebrities if you get people talking about you in tabloids you're you know, your your value increases, right? right? If nobody ever put them in tabloids again, they would not continue to be able to make the money that they want. Visibility is is their, their currency, is what I'm saying. But don't you think, because this is such a huge story, they know where she's living. They just hang out outside of her house and follow her wherever she goes. I mean, it would be worth it for them to do that. I mean, do you, I don't think she needs to call them. I think that there are a bunch of them waiting outside. And when she drives away, she knows that they're going to follow her wherever she goes. To your point, this person in this message says, but here's the added twist. Splash News is a company that, that Megan and Harry sued in the last couple of years due to Splash using a helicopter to take photos of their home. Oh. They said the pics were so intrusive they had to move out of their home. Splash ended up paying them tons of money in the settlement. And she says just Google Splash News and Prince Harry, which I haven't done, but presumably if, if she's right. And um, so why now is Megan arranging for the same paparazzi company to come meet up with her wherever she will be so they can take pictures of her? I thought Harry and Megan posted on their website that they were going to only use trusted media. Splash isn't trusted. Um, Very curious if you ask me. I'm glad that they're doing things on their own now, but this really has me questioning. So to her, to, to this person's message, I would simply say, I mean, it's possible to your point on that Splash is just hounding them that, you know, Harry and Meghan aren't calling the paparazzi at this point. But what's interesting about those photos that we saw, she's smiling in them. Sure. You know, they're not like candid photos where she's like picking her nose or somebody's (laughs) sucking her toes. She knows that at any moment she's probably being recorded. Yeah. That would be just maddening. She's like smiling in the direction of the camera, so it makes you wonder. Well, she probably saw them and was like, there they are. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I I really do think right now they're just... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Camping outside because they have competitors, they have other people. It's not just them. It's going to be other paparazzi yeah. that are like, it is worth our money to post somebody outside 
that home 24-7. You're absolutely right. Unless they have some secret underground Batman entrance that nobody knows where it comes out. I just don't think that this is going to last. Like, these two want to be celebrities. Yeah. So, I got news for you. That's the game. Right. You didn't sign up to be private citizens. No. You could have, right? They yeah. could have said, we are done with this. We don't want any part of this. We are going to go work with our charitable organizations, and yeah. that's it. We're not doing Disney voiceovers. You know, we're not doing high-profile interviews. We're not going to have a production company working with Netflix. Yeah. I mean. Exactly. So I think more, you know, more shall be revealed. Still a lot of questions about Harry and Meghan. Okay. When we come back, I think today for our dirt alert, we have Elizabeth Reese. Yeah, we do. I hope. Yeah, I I think so. All right, good. <laughs> I'm kind of just like I'll just roll with the punches. Whoever's not here. Well, you know? whoever's here, <laughs> you will get a dirt alert on the other side of this break, right here on My Talk 107.1. Jason, do you know what a registered dietitian is? Um, do you mean like Richard Simmons? No, he doesn't even talk to people anymore. <laughs> I am talking about a person who knows what to eat because 80% of losing weight is your diet. It is. It really is. And before I went to Livia, I used to eat macaroni and cheese, okay. English muffins, okay. some nerds maybe for dinner, oh, and then about- Is this all dinner? Or are we talking all <laughs> no, dinner No, that's here? all breakfast, that's, okay? Oh, this is breakfast. Yes, okay. yes. So I lost some weight on Livia. It used to be MetaFast, by the way, and they put a program together for you, so it makes it really easy. You lose weight, and then you keep the weight off. And I, see, I love this because they take the thinking out of it. You know, I they get the program for you. I love this. Yes, and they sit with you each week, and they troubleshoot what could be coming up next for you. Ten convenient locations in Minnesota and Wisconsin. Join Livia's eight-week challenge and receive your first eight weeks free when you mention my talk, Livia.com. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Here with all the latest from Hollywood and beyond, it's the beautiful Elizabeth Reese. Good morning. Well, good morning. Hi, friends. It's nice to be back with you today. Yeah. And also with you. Nice to talk sunny, to you. Sunny San Diego for a few days. Oh, oh, nice. You know, I get why people live there. <laughs> yeah, there's so many people there, though. It really is very crowded. Mm-hmm. But you have a lot of positive things about it. <laughs> also, Don't think real about estate it. Don't prices think about are it. out of control. Oh, so sure. I'll just be grateful when I pay my mortgage and then mm-hmm. I'll be exactly. fine. But it is nice to be back with you. Um, and I've been following all sorts of interesting stories. Let's talk about Lori Laughlin's trial, okay? Oh. And her daughters could be the star witnesses at her college admissions trial is oh. what is being reported today. This is awkward. That's going to be really bad. It is. So... Um, they apparently federal prosecutors in Massachusetts will use 21 year old Isabella Rose and 20 year old Olivia J. Janulli as star witnesses in hopes of securing a conviction. And sources are saying that Lori asked if there was anything that could be done to keep the girls from testifying, <laughs> but was told the only solution would be to change her plea to guilty. Oh, looky loo. Look, this is the same problem she had. You cannot shield your kids from real life. No. That's what got you in this position in the first place. No, they have to do it. Yeah, they have to do it. So, of course, um, the girls are a major part of this. It's much different than, like, for example, Felicity Huffman's case, right? I mean, because we can compare these two. Felicity Huffman has already pleaded guilty, served her sentence, and is moving on. Um, But Felicity Huffman paid to have her daughter's SAT scores altered by the proctor, okay? Mm -hmm. And 
her daughter had no idea about this. Well, when it comes to Lori Laughlin's case, this scheme involved having the girls pose for action pictures on rowing machines, which were submitted to the school alongside phony athletic profiles. So it's 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 right to think then that they would have something to say about what their mom knew or didn't know or what she told them about what was really going on. Exactly. Yeah. How did you understand that you were getting in? Why were you why were you being on a rowing oh, machine? God, I want to be there. I know. Are well, they going to put this on court TV or something? Yeah. I mean, it'll all be public. It's all going to be public record. I mean, that's the thing about going to trial is that they everybody finds TV. out everything. They still do court TV. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, do they I not? They do. But I want to see video of it. Is that terrible? I want to see them try to fake their way. (laughs) No, I'm just saying if they're going to lie, I want to see how what it's going to look like on camera. And they won't lie. They won't be able to. I mean, uh, as far as I know, I think California is a cameras in the courtroom state. Okay. You know, boy. I honestly don't like I think they'll crumble like a house of cards. Mm-mm. You know, they're going to be very well coached. These child, these childs, these child, these children, these children, um, they haven't been given the best tools for life. No. And so in this moment when they would need life skills, they just won't have them at their handy. At their handy? At the ready. I don't even know, like, who would have the life skills to go sit and testify against their parents, even if you were given I'd be like, well, well see, that's the, the thing. If you were a... Well, I what if they end if up going, she parent. made us do it. She yeah. made us. Well, they're very mad at her. Oh, well. They're very mad at her. Mom, I'm so mad at you. You ruined my future. Her YouTube <laughs> sensational career. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Jessica Simpson is uh, has a new memoir coming out. And I'm, you know... I have always been fascinated by Jessica Simpson and I loved, you guys know I loved Newlyweds. I've talked about this before. <laughs> yeah. That the fact that Jessica and Nick Lachey didn't make it was very upsetting to me right. until I went back and watched the early episodes of Newlyweds and I was like, oh my gosh, this was doomed from the start. Uh, but in her memoir, she is revealing quite a few things. Uh, so apparently, five years ago, she had an offer to write a motivational book to living your best life. But she said, I didn't feel comfortable talking about myself in a way that wasn't honest. I'm a horrible liar. She um, has this new book coming out called Open Book and she reveals that she was sexually abused as a young girl and that it was so emotionally painful, of course, along with other stressors, including career pressures, led her to self-medicate with alcohol and stimulants. And that was a dependency that would later prompt her doctor to tell her her life was in danger. She said, I was killing myself with all the drinking and the pills. Oh, no. And it wasn't until November of 2017 that she got uh, sober. No, I didn't know that. I mean, long into being a mother, she said, giving up the alcohol was easy. I was mad at that bottle and how it allowed me to stay complacent and and um, numb. She mm. said therapy, though, was the hard part. Uh, because she said, with work, I allowed myself to feel the traumas I'd been through. Mm. And... Um, it, this abuse began when she was six years old, she said, when she shared a bed with the daughter of a family friend. Oh. And um, and then she told her parents when she was 12 and her mother slapped her father's arm and said, I told you something was happening. And her dad kept his eye on the road and said nothing. Oh, oh no. God. She said, we never stayed at my parents' friend's house again, but we also didn't talk about what I had said. Oh, gosh, poor thing. So you it's, know, it's, uh, it's very courageous uh, for her to then, you know, use this opportunity to share that story. Because I think so, too. In the telling of it, I'm sure it's both therapeutic for her, but more importantly, it's, you know, probably very helpful for other people who maybe are dealing with the same thing. Well, mm-hmm. and she has, you know, she has three kids. She's married. She, I think, 
you know, and I think you can look at this with all of sort of that pop star of that time period. Mandy Moore, Jessica Simpson, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, right? They were all sort of forced to... They, it was like this image of them was created, oh, and then they were was, supposed to live in that. And look yeah. at what it did to all of those young I women. Know. It was look so crazy. Over-sexualized, like, too young to be... I was horrified, like, going... Britney Spears, like, what are these videos? I don't know. I just thought they were all way too young to be over-sexualized I think you're totally right. And then with Jessica Simpson, it was like this whole, all of them too, they were all pushing um, this virgin mantra that they Uh were virgins. Remember how much it was talked about? How much they were virgins? Like their purity rings Yes. Even for the boys, you know, like the Jonas Brothers. For sure. And then Jessica Simpson's father was a minister. Yeah. Um, It was creepy. And so there was this whole thing that with him and talking and the way he talked about her that was very creepy. And then later well, on, he um, came, opened up as being gay. It was it's there was a, a lot that wasn't real. Wait yeah. a minute. This yeah. is Jessica Simpson, Jessica yeah. Simpson Jessica sharing Simpson. this abuse mm-hmm. that her parents and her dad looked to the other, not look the other way, but her, they just never talked about it. Never okay, talked about her it. dad. Hello, Joe Simpson, right? Yeah. yeah. Is the creepiest person ever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes. You remember this is the guy who talked about her double D's, the who, whole thing. Yeah, yeah but he's also the guy, right? Is this the same dad that I, I'm sorry, my brain is uh, not firing on all cylinders? Who was like a photographer and takes pictures of like young men? Um, that's definitely possible. I think that's what yeah, I'm thinking. Of, I think right? you're right. Mm-hmm. And it just makes me think there's a, a lot of really weird stuff going on in that family. I think with them, it was a lot of, this is what we think we're supposed to be, and this is the image we want to portray, but none of it was real. And so what happens when you're not real? I mean, it all crumbles. Because Nick would talk about how uncomfortable he felt around Joe Simpson because he would make like weird comments and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I swear I'm not making that up. I mean, and Joe Simpson was denying his own sexuality for a long time. Right? Yes. Challenge. Yikes. Is he out? Yeah, totally. Okay, I don't remember that. For sure. And they split up. Yep. And everyone's still losing their minds over the pictures of Brad and Jen. Just losing their collective minds. Let it go, people. They did. They let it go. (laughs) Uh, Thanks, friends. Yes. Thanks, Elizabeth. Elizabeth Reese coming up on Twin Cities Live today and, of course, on our Dirt Alerts at uh, 12.15. And our podcast, Best to the Nest. Woohoo! It was Marjorie. All right, when we come back, more hot topics. We're talking Titanic. Good morning. It's 8.33 in the a.m. You're listening to Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Bradley Trainer, along with Dawn and Kenny today. Um, were you obsessed with the Titanic? Because yes. I was. And I feel like anybody who grew up in the 20th century at some point was fascinated with the Titanic story. Mm-hmm. Not that you can't be if you were born after the 2000s. I'm but just the saying. movie was insane. I mean, my mom came out to see the movie and she hadn't seen a movie since Popeye in 1981. Really? Holy Moses. Yeah. Okay, so that was a big deal. <laughs> I meant not just the movie, but the story itself of Titanic, right? Like the actual Titanic. Because, mm-hmm. get this. Yesterday, we learned that there's an agreement now between the United Kingdom and the United States for a momentous deal that will protect the wreck of the Titanic. Oh. So this is something I didn't realize we didn't already have. Oh, right. Um, But because of, uh, what's his name, Secretary Pompeo, he apparently signed this agreement that had been in the works for years um, that is going to essentially protect 
the future of the wreck of the Titanic, which sits at the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean. Um, it will give power to grant or deny licenses to enter and remove artifacts that are found outside the hull. Um, apparently, this this uh, treaty will ensure that the wreck is treated with sensitivity. But, like, all of those things are cool. I, first of all, I didn't realize there wasn't such a thing. And you'd think, like, how, are did, you, they, it, well, right. how did they not have something? Because you'd feel like treasure hunters would be all over this thing, right? right? Wouldn't they just know where it is and go down there and take what they want? Um, now, here's the other factoid about the Titanic. It's actually um, the hull and the structure of the ship are likely to collapse within the next 40 years. Mm. Um, and it lies 12,500 feet beneath the ocean surface. <laughs> Would you ever go down there? Oh, hell to the no. Really? Are you really? I don't even want to answer. Don, I mean, Dawn, why are you answer? Oh, God, Dawn in dark water. Oh, she yeah. wouldn't even be on the surface. Yeah. No. I, this is one of those things I'd have to struggle with because I have a fear of dark water. Like my, the yeah. worst way to die in my, like, and I don't want to say it out loud because then I feel like it's just going to happen. So I'm knocking on wood, but <clears throat> dark water. That w- I, yeah. I, I don't Horrible. know of a worse way to die. No, like, there isn't. Falling into a blender, fine. No. Uh, being it, obliterated by a nuclear weapon, okay. But wait a second, dark water? No, you you you're a cruise guy, right? I know. Isn't that weird? Well, right. There's something there. Stop, go, stop going on those. Cruises. There's there's something <laughs> there that I'm toying with it, right? Yeah, I do have these existential moments on a cruise ship where I think there's just a bunch of dark water out there right now. Yeah. We're just hovering over the. You ever stand at the rail alone at night? Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. And it scares the bejeebers out of me, but maybe I like the thrill. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to the Titanic. I would have to struggle long and hard. Just like, you know, anyway. Good news is you don't have to go. Thank God. But here's something you should think about. There actually now is a plan underway. Some outfit in the United States is trying to grab the wireless receiver. Okay. So you'll remember maybe that... um the wireless room, there was a Marconi wireless room on the Titanic yes. that was, you know, expeditiously mm-hmm. fending off messages in the final moments like, right. help, right. Um, that went unheeded for a number of reasons. Well, they've actually found where this Marconi wireless is, and they've seen that it's still intact. It's rusted, but it's still there. But they're afraid because apparently the roof of whatever room this thing is in is is set to collapse. Oh. And that if it does, it will bury it forever and will never have a chance to see it. So this outfit is trying to work up a plan to go down and salvage it. Okay. But to do that, they would have to like cut a piece of the wreckage off, which is obviously a questionable activity because then that affects the overall the integrity structure. of the structure. Mm-hmm. So, but this just makes me, you know, they decided a long time ago to leave everything at the bottom. Yeah. But I kind of want them to bring stuff up, right? Oh, they already have. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying it's like plates and things like that, but like... You know, they made a decision to leave the actual structure sort right. of down I thought, there. I think they should bring it up. The can whole, they without the, the pressure? Thing? Yeah. Can, can I don't think now the they probably could very changes? easily. Uh-huh. I think when um, James Cameron or it was James Cameron. No, what was his name? Not James Cameron. Who's the guy that James found Cameron? It? Yeah, but who was the guy that actually found it? Oh, I don't know. Ballard. Okay. Isn't his name Ballard? Oh, gosh, anyway, I don't know. I think, you know, at, at the point that it was first found, they might have been able to bring it up. But I think they made a very specific decision not to. 
But I'm all here for them going down to get the wireless, because wouldn't that be cool to see that up close? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would. I, I like to see things out of the water. That'd be fine with me. Um, There's diving tours to the Titanic. Did you know that? You can actually go see it? I googled how long does it take to dive to the Titanic, and I'm not sure if this means with a tank on you. It can't mean with a you tank on you. You can't go. You, you can't would explode go, no. or no. implode, rather. The trip yeah. to Titanic's resting place takes about 2.5 hours, and a round-trip dive lasts about 8 to 10 hours. Hours. Dawn would be dead. I'm dying right now. She would be deceased. Some guy named Rob McCallum of Deep Ocean Expedition holds the exclusive charter rights for Titanic dives. How much is that going to set me back? Do we know? Uh, How much does it cost? Right here. Oh. 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 I feel like we're not going to be able to afford it. I don't care. Is that a 10 or a 100? It's... (laughs) It's... That can't be hundred thousand. It's one hundred five thousand. Oh sure, wow. I would say so per yeah. person. Um, if you want to see some really cool stuff, I always say this when we talk about Titanic. But okay. uh, there is a family who owns all of the artifacts, pretty much, and they have a museum in Branson. It's a replica of the Titanic. It's like a big ship you go into, and it's really fascinating. Cool. They have one there and in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Um, and it's the Jocelyn family, I believe. Anyway, he how did they get their hands on all well, that? Well, he led the expedition in 1987. Oh. So he, that family bought all, they, they own it and they have like 400 items. I mean, they have, they have like menus of the night that it sank in there. They have all just tons of stuff that they've collected, uh, from people who, es- who escaped and also from 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 the wreck itself, right, right. So personal items that people have sold to him, and it's amazing. They also have a lot of. Uh, they have this machine in there where you take a, a styrofoam cup, and it shrinks the pressure. Once it sank, the pressure down there, what it what it will do. It's it's it replicates it the replicates pressure. It replicates and the cup. You take it out and it, you write your name on it, so you know it's the same cup, and it comes out tiny. It's like super tiny little cup. Well, I can bring it in. I have one. Oh yeah, it, but it stays intact. <laughs> it's intact. It's just, just tiny, like super tiny. Yeah, it's like oh a shrinking God. machine. Uh, and then they also have full stories and profiles of of several people on the ship, and so you can actually get this assigned to you, like who you are. Yeah, like as you, you get go on the museum. Yeah. Now there was a national exhibit that was touring, and mm-hmm. I don't know who was in charge of that. The it Titanic was, exhibit. I know that came locally. I I'm assuming it's them. Okay. They they pretty much have all of it, which is a kind of sad because it, you know, half of the people are, were most of the people were British. Yeah. So you would want it to maybe be. You'd want back, some. Yeah, you know, but. Yeah, um, I was going to say if you want to do your own deep dive, haha, pun intended. Yeah. Um, on the Titanic, there's <laughs> actually some fascinating YouTube video uh, interviews. Um, of survivors from the Titanic, and there was a woman who lived in I think Edina or. She was uh, a Minnesota, um, she was connected to one of the wealthy families in Minnesota, and I don't remember off the top of my head, but they did an interview with her, I think, like in the 80s, mm-hmm. and it was just fascinating to listen to her talk about, the, she survived, Wow! Um, and she talks about her experience and what it was like. Um, if I find it, I will put it on my Twitter, okay, at cool. Bradley Trainer. That's great. Um, because and maybe Don, if you could tweet out that Branson thing, mm-hmm. no, no, it, it's I, I've become obsessed uh, in the last few minutes. It's Pigeon Forge, 
Tennessee. Yeah. The Titanic Museum. And also there's... The Hollywood Wax Museum. The Christmas Place. Smoky Mountain Alpine Coaster. The coaster had goats on the roof. So now he wants to go to Pigeon Forge. Wood is, too. Yeah, there's like a whole bunch of Dolly stuff. They don't have casinos down in Pigeon Forge, do they? No, neither Branson or Pigeon Forge. That's the only thing that keeps me from going. Well, yeah, it's, it's been a big controversy down there, but I would definitely recommend... They've recreated the real, like, inside the museum, which it's like the front hull of the ship they have the the staircase completely re that's awesome designed of what was really what it looked like so you can get married up there it's it's pretty cool and then i could go see lawrence welk theater yes you can <laughs> do you want to get married on a uh, mock-up of a ship that oh sank? people get married there all the time it's super expensive to do that really and they have actors that walk around as leonardo and did you do that i feel like don you did this at some point that i married on the titanic no. Oh, God. No, that you're like a live-action role player from the Titanic. <laughs> no, but I'd love to. I played Bessie. I was, I was in steerage. <laughs> how, how, yeah. far, how far away is Branson from mm, Pigeon ten, Forge? Oh, from Pigeon Forge? Yeah. I don't know. Because yeah. I'm from Branson. I'm from Springfield, Branson area. So she knows so. she's... Uh, I uh, I still have wanted to make a trek to Branson. You gotta go to this. I mean, this is like... I know that people are like, oh, you know, country music shows, but... There's this a lot more. Really, they, really I think cool um, Yakov Smirnoff yeah, is in Branson. He's had a theater there This is there where for the years. 80s went to die, man. It is. It is. All right. You have all kinds of fun people there. So We have to run. But when we come back, we'll finish up our uh, Branson tour and more right here <laughs> Sorry, on My guys. Talk 1071. <laughs> have you checked out the new prizes for January and My Talk 1071's listener rewards? For example, you can get lit with a $1,500 Lighting RX makeover from Southern Lights. Um, you can see all of the prizes, things that are available, snowshoes, a state park pass, iZone gift cards, tickets to the movies, and more. All you got to do is just get the app or stream online to get registered. You can see all the prizes, prizes, the prizes and listener rewards on our app or at mytalk1071.com. Good morning and welcome to the tail end of Jason and Alexis, 849 in the AM this Wednesday, January 22nd, and we were talking about the Titanic, and now I want to plan a trip you have to, to Branson. Because Dawn, little go known I, fact. Go, go when I go home. That's uh, When do you go home? I'm, I think I'm going to go home in April. Are you? I'm yeah. confused here. There's two of them? There's two museums. Yeah, there's one in Branson, it looks like, and one in the Pigeon Forge. One in Pigeon Forge. Forge. The same family owns oh. them. Because they own all the, well, the most. Because Pigeon Falls is... 666 miles from Branson. Yeah, that's why I, I was asking you, Kenny, why do you want to go to both? <laughs> I just want to go to Pigeon Falls. Pigeon, Pigeon Forge. Forge? I mean, Forge. Yeah. Sure. Forge. Pigeon Forge. What's in Pigeon Forge? Because it's kind of like right? Branson, right? It's, yeah. It's like a, it's basically like a it's rural Dolly land. Uh, amusement area. It sounds like a low rent yeah. uh, Branson. And and I'm yeah, hoping it, truly, it would be. You're right. Okay, mm-hmm. then that's where I want to wow, go. Wow, low rent Branson, and Branson <laughs> to me sounds like a low rent Vegas without the casinos. <laughs> it's it's okay. It's got some pretty cool things. What's your favorite thing at Branson? Uh, I mean, all the Silver white Dollar people. City. <laughs> it's oh just God. nothing but white people. <laughs> no, Kenny, come on, <laughs> come on. It's just got to be people like my parents, right? No. And my grandparents. Well, it's I I will say it's probably where white people go to die. It seems like it would yes. be something my grandparents would have totally. been. 
totally. all about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get oh, on yeah. a bus, a I bus mean, to millions Branson. of people, millions of people go to Branson every year. It's a huge tourist de- destination. Yeah. Uh, Silver Dollar City is the theme park there, and it's one of the best theme parks in the country. It's, it's what is amazing. So Silver Dollar City is just like an amusement park, like Six oh. Flags or something? No. It's oh. set um, It's set in the past, uh, like 120 years in the past. So you have, um, it's it's great roller coasters that are unbelievable but it also has like blacksmithing glass blowing um everybody's dressed in authentic gear um there's like a saloon show there's uh okay so there's all kinds of shows i mean it's the food is amazing it's like i, I like it better than six flags for sure really? you don't Most have theme to parks. be uh, you don't have to be an aarp to get in no However, my dad had a season pass, and he used to go like 50 times. He would just go, and they knew him there. They were like, hey, Dan. (laughs) And what would he do, ride rides? No, he would go to the shows. Like, the same family owns the Globetrotters, so they bring them in to do stuff. I mean, they have the World Showcase. It does seem like like, America, 1979. It's right. 1979. I'm just saying, it's like an older version of America. Like, you know, hee-haw. Oh, yeah. right. That whole, there's like yeah. hillbilly stuff. It's I'm like seeing, yeah. elastic pants, yeah. pants, waistbands. Yeah. But, but it's Lime really green. a great theme park. It's it's like up there with, I would say under, for me, like Walt Disney World. It's that really? great. Yeah. Is it like super spendy wow. too? You got to spend um, an arm and a leg. I think it's like $70 to get in a day. Another thing that's great is that attached to it is, um, the reason why it's there in Branson and that theme park is there is because there's a cave called Marvel Cave. Okay. Underneath like a real that cave? whole real cave. It takes quite a while to go through. And so you can do a cave tour inside the main room of this cave. You can, they flew, the record was they flew five hot air balloons. That's how big it is. And then you go through the what? cave and then they take you out through the top. It's enormous. It's called Marvel Cave. They can get a hot air balloon inside a cave? Not only one, but it's so big. It's five. You can Google that right now and find the picture. Marvel Cave hot air balloons. That's insane. That's the main room you go I've into. I've only ever been in like you... the Crystal Cave or whatever. What's the one on the way to like South Dakota? Marvel. Mm, I don't know. Cave. But Missouri is a cave oh, state. It has a lot of really grand caves. And this is basically that's where the theme park built around this. The Hershen family. Uh, actually, two women found this cave way back when wow. in the 1800s. There are literally hot air balloons inside a cave. That is the weirdest and thing. And it's not just there. Like, then you, it's like an hour and a half tour through this cave, and you have to be physically fit to make it through. You have to, and then they take you out on a tram at the end. So it's like, they got bats in there. Oh, there's all kinds of stuff in there. There's, blind salamanders <laughs> anyway wow, you're doing... I, I have a lot of civic pride for branson no you I? should so is that where you're from originally i'm from uh 30 minutes up the road in ozark okay mm-hmm. yeah yeah i'm originally from california then but no, i've no, lived yeah, most of my life yeah. in, in uh, that's insane okay so and i worked at silver dollar city too in the saloon and where do you recommend we stay when kenny and i head down there Oh, gosh. Uh, you can stay at my mom's house. It's too fancy for me. You it's, think it's, it's too fancy? Yeah, no, I need my museums to be in converted old service stations. Oh, sure. Yeah, okay. I, I need to go to the true hillbilly. That's why I went to this forge town. Pigeon oh, Pigeon. Forge. But then yeah. there's the Shepherd of the Hills there. What is That's Shepherd a big of the Hills? Thing. Oh, my gosh. I don't even have time to get into that. Um, but it's it's a book and also a whole show out there it's a live show there's a whole nother world going on i know donna have you ever been to branson oh, 100 bucks she's says from yes. new jersey oh, you sh- 
Shush, Kenny. No, I have not. Wow. I'm out a hundred bucks. Well, no country Just western like events down in no. Branson for you? No. No. Don't rip it, Dawn's from hip. there. It's not hip country. Yeah, because it's like old guy. Yeah, I was going to say, it kind of reminds me of Hee Haw. Like Conway Twitty. Yes, yeah. it's Conway Twitty. Country. Honestly, yeah, the, the theater down What's there. What's coming up on your show today? Um, I'm going to be joined by Kelly Hansen from Twin Cities. Fun! So we're A gonna, nice little surprise. We'll find out what she's watching on TV. Cool! Oh. Sorts of fun stuff. New music, lots of it coming up at 10. Lady Gaga? Lady Gaga. Did you find it? No, the I can't leak? find it. All I right. can't either. Oh, I'm so mad. Well... Um, don't forget Donna and Steve up next and then Colleen and Bradley and Lori and Julie have a great day on my talk bye